how's your day been? Oh, my day's been so good. Uh, I've actually been a little stressed lately. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Michelle Obama just came out with a podcast. And Why would you be stressed? She's amazing. Okay, look, like I love, I love Michelle Obama as much as the next person, but I'm out here trying to compete with the podcast. And if she's gonna jump on the mic, then what do I? Like, what do I have left? That's totally true. Like, Michelle Obama could just, like, wipe the floor with us. She she could. And I would, she I would let her. scary stories. <laughs> Can you imagine how powerful that already incredible woman would be <laughs> if she, she took up the scary stories, spooky legends uh, subject? <laughs> she did. Oh, my gosh. What, like, what an amazing podcast would that be? Like... Do you think that she likes scary stories? I need to Google this. I, hold on. We need to know. This is going to be it. What if we... I've got to know. What if one day when this podcast blows up, we have Michelle Obama on to tell scary stories about the White House? <gasps> oh my God. Jake, we have to make it happen. That, We've no, spoken it into existence. I'm here, I'm here right now saying I'm manifesting this into my future. Michelle Obama... I can't wait to meet you in like a year or less COVID like willing. Yes. <laughs> we, we could get rid of it. I'm like getting emotional just thinking about her. Same. I started, I, I got nervous. Like she's here. Like imagine. That's how powerful and <laughs> incredible she is. Oh my gosh. No, I just like Googled uh, does Michelle Obama like scary movies. I'm not seeing much, so she's probably not scared of scary stories or scary movies. I think she has a book about, like, courage or something. Mm, it's her brand. And if she doesn't... I watched Becoming on Netflix, and it opens up, and it's so funny about, like, the last night in the White House, where, like, uh, Sasha and Malia's friends like came to her and they're like crying to Michelle and they're like, we don't want to like leave the white house. Can we have a sleepover? And she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm trying to like pack up this entire house. <laughs> and these, all these little girls are here and they're, they're like, we need to have like our last like pancake breakfast at the oh white God. house. Of course. And it just like was so unexpected. It was like cracking me up. Oh my God. I love that so much. No, they're, they're like the sweetest, sweetest beings. I love it. This is a Michelle Obama fan podcast, if you <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> Today I am drinking a, I, I actually like, I was like, I want wine to be my thing on the podcast. Like <laughs> I want to make sure everybody like, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's what I was going to start brand with. Brand consistency. Yeah. And I went to the gas station. As we do. As we do. And I found a, one of those like gas station micheladas, like not the pre-mixed ones, but the ones like, it's like a plastic cup and then it has some like chili powder in there and you pour like your own like beer in there. And I'm going to say like, this is, this hits the spot. <laughs> and that's what you're wanting. Yeah. No, but like, there's something about a michelada where like, if I, I can't stop, like, it's so good. I think it's the salt. I'm just sucking it down. It has like a little lizard on the cup. This is like a michelada kit. And I know that not everyone in every part of the country knows what a michelada is. Do you want to like, you kind of said it already, but give us just a quick okay. like ingredient rundown mm -hmm. of like a michelada. Okay. So it is a, it's like a, a beer based beverage where usually like a Mexican beer, 
you put like um it's like chili powder um tomato juice uh like a little bit of sugar make it sweet but then also you have like some lime um and then also like this the, the secret ingredient actually is clam juice and that's problematic for me because <laughs> i like i i like micheladas so much that i will sacrifice the fact that like i've never had a clam in my life and also i'm vegetarian so yes. you know what i mean you're you're kind of getting into like the danger zone yeah, i am with the clamato i'm testing the waters yeah maybe but you were that was what you wanted the most when we were getting this you wanted clamato and they didn't really have it but a michelada just seems like it's it's just a lot of different like great flavors like you have like the weedy yeah light beer and you've got like the salty and you've got like the citrus oh it's so it's so good honestly and i'm i'm like i feel a little ashamed that I bought this plastic cup at the gas station. It's like a kit, right? We'll recycle it. But like we're, yeah, we, we recycle <laughs> it here. We recycle it here. Um, yeah, so, uh, okay, so this is a, this is our second podcast. Yeah, num- number two, the sophomore podcast. The, so- the sophomore podcast. Let's hope it's a, uh, let's hope it's not a flop. It's going to grad school. Uh, <laughs> Don't worry. I'm actually a little bit like, I feel like you put in a lot of work on your story. I was working 30 minutes longer than you were were. in terms of it. I just like, no, I found my story and I was like, done. So I, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm not putting in my, my full capacity here. So no, don't cut that down. You're right. No, my story is going to be so spooky. I'm so excited for it and I hope it gives me nightmares. (laughs) And this is, this is a work in progress. Like you guys are going to get to see us grow as storytellers mm. and sippers. Sippers I'm, of I'm, all sorts of, uh, like we want to talk about what you're drinking right now. Oh, do we? And I'm only drinking the classiest beverages, everyone. It's a Miller Lite, a fine Pilsner beer, because <laughs> this was the only like single serve alcohol they had. At the gas station. I do like a drink at a scary story. So here we are. This is our second episode, and we are talking about uh, we're talking about haunted beaches, ghosts, screeches, screeches. and beaches, Scre- baby. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's the title of the episode. It's called Screeches and Beaches. Um, I I'm actually like really excited about this one. Um, I've always had this like one. I like I love I love the ocean. Um, I, I enjoy a lighthouse. Um, I enjoy, like also, have you seen the fog? Um, I think I did years ago. Okay. And I was reading about the fog and I did not end up using it. Got it. Are you going to tell me about the fog? I mean, like we can watch it later. Yes. I'm hundred percent down to do that. Uh, you know, talk about it like on the podcast when we're going through our, our haunted, like horror movies we'll report back on the fog yeah but it's a it's a great movie and like the atmosphere of a of a beach and a haunted like a a horror story kind of situation like that's exactly what i love like it's it's just like the perfect combination much like this michelada i (laughs) i um 
yeah so I, I don't know if you like i'm gonna reference goosebumps again but there's this um this yes, episode always oh, is gosh. it ghost, ghost beach. beach ghost beach yes. oh my gosh no it's so I good i love ghost beach and it's so cheesy and i'm pretty sure the entire thing is like adr like they they literally just like talk over like it's like a, a like a like a pre-recorded track or something like on top of whatever they filmed don't reveal the secrets to me I mean, no. I I was thinking that it was just straight up scary. <laughs> I don't know what was wrong with the audio like previously. I'm sure like it was like early 90s. They're like filming on this actual beach and like, I don't know. It's not a, like a California beach. It's like the, help me. The East Coast? Okay. The Northeast? Yeah, that works. Sure. Something like that. Why not? Very rocky. <laughs> Um, so it, it's definitely got a different feel to it, but I'm sure it was like super windy out there and like you couldn't hear anything. So they probably had to go back in and record the audio and it was very obvious, was but like, like that's the, tr- that's the charm of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those child actors just weren't talking into their mics no. or they would like cover the love. Okay. So you know how this thing goes. This is scary stories that scare us. And we're each going to tell a story that we have not discussed with each other prior to this. Right, Olivia? Yep. Okay. And then at the end, we're going to think of a number one through 10 um, and rate our stories. And whoever wins, wins the, wins the podcast. Yep. When's the, the whole thing. The whole kit and caboodle. The other person has to walk the plank. I don't know. Yeah, or chug my michelada. Walk I, the plank? Yeah, because it's reference. the screeches and beaches. Got it. So what are we, uh, one to ten what? What is it going to be this time? I think we should decide after, okay. the, yeah. after our stories. Mm-hmm. Okay, who's going first? You or me? So I went last time. You can go ahead. I want to hear it. I'm ready to go. All right, I'm going to kick it off. Let's go. So I want to tell you about the most haunted house in Hawaii. This is called the Kaimuki House in Honolulu. Also, if we have anyone from Hawaii listening, I am so sorry. If I mess up any words, I'm really going to do my best. And I don't want to be disrespectful. Just know that. That's all you can do. So... There is a creature that is said to reside in the Kaimuki house in Honolulu, Mm. and it's called Akasha. It is a man-eating ghost from Japanese folklore. As you know, there were a lot of um, Japanese immigrants that lived in Hawaii and still do. So there's multiple interpretations of this monster. Some include a ghoul that lives around crematoriums and feeds on the dead. There's also a cat-like demon from the sky who steals away bodies. Mm-mm. Anyways, all of the versions of the Kasha all have one thing in common, is that it has an insatiable hunger for blood and corpses, and it's very violent. There is an origin story that goes with this. And that um, these like these are like unsubstantiated claims, but this is where like kind of the locals think that this came from. One possible explanation for this is that the spooky happenings of the Kamuki house may be the two murders that were committed in the house. The first one is about like the just two children who were brutally killed. So it was a father that murdered his two kids 
and his wife. He buried his son and wife in the backyard. The daughter's body was never found. Mm. The second event talks about a lesbian couple where one of the women became involved with a man. And after discovering his girlfriend's secret, the man proceeded to kill her and the Mm. other woman. That's so bad. I know. And that ghost is within the walls of the Kaimuki house. So I have a newspaper clipping. Oh my gosh. This is reported to the news. There's another one, but I didn't include that one just because this one's juicier. Mm. So I will read it to you word for word. A police officer in a patrol car in Kaimuki got a late night call from three girls sharing the house, which the neighborhood considered haunted. The girls heard strange noises of someone moving around and talking, and one of the girls said she felt a hand on her arm. They decided to spend the rest of the night and Papa Kolea with the mother and one of the girls and wanted the policemen to follow them there. The girls got into their car, the officer got into his, and they drove down YLA Avenue. Suddenly, the girl driving her car pulled into redacted parking lot. Mm. The policeman later wrote in his report that the girl in the middle of the front seat was fighting off someone who could not be seen, but who was strangling her. Mm. He jumped out of his car, reached into the girl's car to help. In the retelling of the story, the officer said a long, strong, calloused hand that could not possibly belong to the teenage girl grabbed my arm and twisted it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I radioed for assistance. The answering officer was prepared for a parking lot fight, but not for a ghost. There's a ghost in that car, he told me. He was white as a sheet. The girls were hysterical. I told the girl who had been choked to get into the police car and the other two to follow us to Papa Kalea. As soon as she got into the car, the motor died. It would not start up again. He put her back into the girl's car. The other officer tried the motor and immediately it started. The two cars drove about five yards and suddenly the door of the girl's car flew open and the same girl fell out onto the road. Again, she was tearing at her throat as if someone was choking her. Oh my gosh. Together, the two policemen were not strong enough to pull her hands away. So, and then it sort of like ends there. Mm. But these are like two policemen witnessing this and saying that this couldn't be explained. And they're like dropping the word ghost to the newspaper. No way. Yeah. Um, So the Kaimuki house was actually torn down in the summer of 2016. And the man, there was a man who lived in the Kaimuki house in 2015 before it was torn down with several roommates like they moved into it and knew it was haunted um they laid down some ground rules where they were like okay we're not going to like do anything to upset any ghosts we're not going to like challenge it or tempt it um we're not going to do anything with ouija boards Mm-mm. we're just going to try to keep the peace here and he said he constantly he, there were a couple incidents that happened for him he said he constantly felt like he was being watched He felt a cold white walker-like presence go through him often, like, in his chest. How does that even feel? Like, what? I guess it just feels, like, he was saying something like it felt, like, very icy, like, in his, like, heart and lungs Mm. and that, his, like, chest area. And then one of his most notable experiences is that there were several nights where he would wake up at exactly 4.33 a.m. And when he would wake up, 
all of the smoke alarms in different rooms in the house would all beep in unison despite being battery operated, not being connected to any sort of central system and there not being a fire. Oh my God. That's like, that's clearly a ghost. Yeah, there's for like, sure. There's no other way. Everyone is like screaming, this is a ghost. And they're like, we got to get rid of this house. Why? Oh my So gosh. they did. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's So they tore it down. They tore it down in the summer of 2016. That's probably the most ago. logical thing. Yeah, you could do in a situation like that. Good for you, Terry. I know. Like that's I like a proactive solution. There's no same. Yeah. Let's and, end this right here. Yeah, they're like, "You know what? We've seen and heard enough. The cops don't want to go <laughs> there anymore. They're straight up afraid of ghosts. You know it's bad if the cops are saying there's a ghost. The cops said there's a ghost. Yep. Jesus. And uh, yeah. we got the last, that was in October of 2015, that guy was saying that. So it was like pretty soon after. Oh my God. They said, uh-uh, no thank you. I don't think that mine is going to top that. No, no, don't you say that. Come on, like you spent. No, like, no. You know what's good though? It's, the salt it's... all around this rim. <laughs> you know what's good? My michelada. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to take a more like the story approach of like somebody else like telling it, right? So I, like folklore is amazing. I love stuff like that. But like I, I'm i usually scared of the stuff that like I read on like Reddit or like creepypastas or something like that. And it's usually always from the, the perspective of somebody else, right? Yeah, like um, the first person, like yeah. it happened to me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So like um, I pulled up a Reddit story and I'm going to kind of go through uh, this experience uh, that happened to this girl. Um, and yeah, so here we go. This is actually posted like four years ago on Reddit by um, this user Johnny Turquoise uh, I don't know I don't even know if they're like what I don't know I have no idea so it's July 2012 first of all everybody just picture this 2012 um you know everybody's thinking the world's gonna end remember that <laughs> yeah remember? and now the world's actually ending and now okay it, it last yeah we held on just a little bit longer but we're here guys this is the end July 2012 uh, she says, I'm off with my boyfriend on vacation. He inherited a small house on an island in Brittany, France. It's called Isle de Groy. I, I don't speak, I don't, I don't speak it. Um, okay. Isle de Groy. No, I don't know. I, I didn't mean to say that. I have well, no it's kind of spelled like LaCroix, but it's like, I say LaCroix. Some people say LaCroix. Mm-hmm. So it's Isle de, de Croix or de Croix. Uh, it's situated a few kilometers off the south coast of Brittany, and you can only get there with a ferry. It's uh, it's pretty small, and only a few inhabitants live there all year. Uh, there's not much to do, but it's really beautiful, and it's a nice place for a quiet vacation. We like to go for rides during the daytime as well as the nighttime. Brief, I'll... Okay, so she she said brief, but I think she means like briefly. Briefly, I'll start telling my story, which is true, by the way. I'm not writing fiction, she said. She said, I'm, I'm not writing fiction. So this is clearly... It's a, she's, she, this is a real thing that happened to her. Right. So, uh, so one night, a clear night doused in moonlight. It's important to remember that. We went out around midnight for a ride on the island, as we were used to doing so. 
we headed to the beach whose name I can't remember that goes along a small family vacation village. Um, quick description of the area. The VVF, which was the, the vacation village, the VVF is situated in a big curve bordered by a small road. Alongside the road is a strip of grass and sand. When standing on the strip, you have a really nice view of the beach and the sea which lie below. The road and the village are situated on some kind of steep cliff. To go down to the beach, you have to walk down sheer narrow stairs. Kay, who is her boyfriend, uh, Kay and I standing by the road on the strip of sand, grass for like 10 minutes, looking down at the sea. I need to point out that it was a calm, clear night and we hadn't seen anyone during our ride. We were walking along the beach for a while and hadn't noticed anything strange, nor signs of human presence on the beach. No night swimmers, the water's really cold in Brittany, even in the summer. No young people having a party on the beach or anything. We were standing on a cliff facing the sea when suddenly straight ahead of us, we saw a human-shaped figure get out of the water and hurry across the beach. Excuse me? Yeah, I know. know. She said, I know it's nothing scary, but except the figure was pitch black, contrasting with the color sand and was not reflecting any light, like a dark shadow. It's weird because remember the moon was shining, she says. We first thought it was someone skinny dipping. Problem is, when you're going out into the sea, you first swim to the edge of the sea, then you stand up and walk out into the water. This figure gradually went out, all the time standing tall, as if it was totally emerged for at least 10 minutes. At the sight of that, I felt particularly uncomfortable, not to say really freaked out. So was my boyfriend, who is not easily scared. The weirdest part is once the human-shaped figure got out of the water, it headed straight ahead to the foot of the cliff where we were standing, but it wasn't walking or running. It was sliding on the sand, like really fast. Oh my god! That's scary. That, that reminds is me. So scary. That reminds me of like ev- like any like horror movie where something's like moving in a weird non like not a human way. Not a human way. That like that terrifies me. Um, it's just like it's not right. <laughs> it's not. Remember the Exorcist? Where did you ever see the Exorcist? Yeah. Where the girl like walks backwards, like oh down her- the stairs. Yeah. That very iconic scene. Oof. Which is actually real. Like, that was a, a contortionist. That, like, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A pitch black human face uh, with indistinguishable face and features sliding super fast on the sand, almost gliding, not moving its legs or anything, leaving no trail or footsteps behind. We stared at it silently until it got a few meters away from the foot of the cliff. Then, without talking, we decided to get out of there still with the feeling of dread and fear. We never saw or heard of this creature again, and nothing strange happened during the rest of our vacation. I'm posting my story on Reddit, hoping someone saw something similar once or provide a solid explanation. This encounter is still unsettling to us because we can't explain it. I mean, I get it. Okay, that is so freaking scary. Isn't that scary? Especially when you have those experiences with one other person and like, I think everyone kind of has something like this a, a couple times in their life where you have a moment and you witnessed it with someone else and you 
both are like, no one's going to believe us. Mm -hmm. Like, was that real? You kind of recount those events with that other person. Yeah. And you just kind of like doubt your own sanity, even though you were like, however many other people were there, like usually just a few, maybe just two people like both saw it. Like it's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, no, I totally agree. I I think, I think like I I had this one experience, like there was like some weird stuff going on in my house, like growing up. Yeah. And I dealt with it like for a while and it's really weird when this stuff is happening to you like by yourself. Like for me, I'm usually pretty skeptical, but I'm also like, I love the mystery. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm really feeding into it. Oh yeah. Um, You know, I do. No, for sure. And I'm like, no, it couldn't be anything. It's a ghost. (laughs) You know? (laughs) No, but like anything else. No. So like, of course I'm just kind of like reasoning with myself and like, there's just like certain things happening. This was like in high school and, and then you know, there was this one time where, like, I had, like, a sleepover at my place, and, like, my friend was, like, we're all, like, watching a movie and stuff, and then, like, you know, he sees some, like, a woman, like, walk down my hallway, and then into my bedroom, and he's, like, yo, I just, I just saw something, uh, like, is there anybody here, and I was, like, no, like, my parents were out of town, like, nobody was there, I think my brother was staying with my dad, um, it was like a whole situation. And I was like, no, but like there was so many things that led up to that moment where I was like, is this just me? But as soon as he said that, I was like, this is, this is real. You know yeah. what I mean? It, like your mom was not there. No, like nobody was there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I like, I, I don't know, but like, you're, you're right though. Like as soon as you have that, like, I don't know, that one person to kind of like solidify like what you've already like known about like the situation, like it just makes everything so much weirder. I think like oftentimes too, people who have those shared like unexplained experiences, like sometimes never talk about it with each other again. Mm -hmm. Like it's sort of like this shared secret, like scary thing Mm -hmm. that just might not be easy to like bring up again no totally totally that i don't did he want to come to your house again for sleepovers (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i mean like you know it's whatever but like actually like no there was a lot of weird stuff that happened and i think like eventually it like went away and uh i remember my my stepdad like blessing the house it was it was yeah like much needed no actually like for real for real like it like he blessed the house and I like it literally like nothing happened after that. Nothing happened. I remember like leaving the school or like leaving with a friend and like my parents, you know, or their, my friend's parents would like pick me up. And I remember this one time my friend's parents picked me up and she was like, Oh wow. I didn't know you lived here. And I was like, yeah, no, I, we moved here like, you know, a year ago or so. She's like, Oh, that's interesting. She's like, have you seen any like weird things in there? Oh my gosh, what? I know, I know. And your like, house had like a reputation? I, apparently, I didn't know this. Oh my god, I feel like this is like another like podcast, but like I just kind of want to tell it now. So, okay, here we go. Yes, okay. No, so um yeah, she was like, "Have you seen anything weird in here?" And I'm I'm like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like I I also didn't share with her that like this is around the time that this stuff was happening. She's like, have you seen anything weird? I'm like, I, I don't really know. Like, uh, she's like, well, I mean, like the person that lived with you or like in the house before you, 
apparently she was like really into like witchcraft and like she would <gasps> like do it in the back room which happened to be my brother's room which no. happened to be the room that the woman like walked into so it was like it, it like all these things were kind of coming together and then you know after that like i started noticing like weird things like movies would fly off of my shelf what um like i have chills yeah like picture frames would like fall off the off the wall and like like i promise you like you i my mom can like 100 percent like vouch for me here i'm laying in bed one night and this is where it starts really escalating i'm laying in bed one night my lights are out i have a ceiling fan with a light and the only way to turn on my light was with the uh, with you know like the little drawstring yeah. that turns on the light. And I'm laying there. No, 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 no. And no. I hear the the drawstring click <gasps> and my lights turn on. No. Yeah, and I'm laying in bed like covered up like I know exactly what just happened now and I don't know if I should sleep with my lights on or turn them back off. It was the it was the strangest thing. I I, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is so mm-hmm. freaking scary. There was like several times where like my family would like wake up, you know, in the middle of the night at the same exact time. We'd like walk out of our rooms and we'd be like, good morning. It'd be like, you know, like three in the morning. Or Yo, whatever. the witching hour. The witching <laughs> hour. I know. Like you better believe I checked the clock too. I was like, is this three? Because... It's probably the, the the scariest thing that's ever happened in my life, and this is screeches and beaches. Like it's not. This is not like my haunted house or. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I don't. I don't want to digress too much. But no, like, no, no. I'm loving this. So after all this has happened, my brother was staying with my dad, who lived about an hour out, uh, and me and my mom were in the house. My mom is like, you know, in her room. I'm in my room. And my brother calls my phone and like wanted to talk. And I was like, hey, how's it going? How's, how's everything going at, at dad's? And he's like, oh, it's going well. It's going, you know, I'm having a good time. We're making, we're making like a toy car or something. And uh, I was like, oh, that's great. And I was like, you want to talk to mom? He's like, yeah, sure. So I take my phone, walk to my mom's room. And uh, I hand her the phone and she's talking to him. And then I walk back to my room and then I hear my mom scream. No, no. And no. she, I, I hear like a crash and I hear a scream. And then I like go into my mom's room. My phone's laying on the ground. She's like, Josh just like disappeared. Like my brother's name is Josh. Josh just like disappeared. He's not on the phone anymore. Like I, I, and I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know who's on your phone. She's like, what's your ringtone? I, I need to hear your ringtone. And I played it. It was like, just like some stock like ringtone. And she was like, that's not it. That's not what it was. And I was like, what happened? And she's like, there was somebody on the other line, like Josh's voice cut out. There was someone else on the other line and they were saying, I want Josh. I want Josh. I want Josh. No, no, I no. want Josh over Oh and over. my God. Not Josh. Yes. I love him. <laughs> I love Josh. No, he's okay, guys. He's okay. Guys, he is okay. He's, he's living his life. But I like, did not know this happened. That was the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the moment where like, you know, my stepdad like blessed the house and then everything was fine after that. Everything was fine. That, like, this stuff is real. I'm like clutching my computer right now. You guys can't see, but this is, 
Yeah, yeah. Jake. You know what? Like, honestly. I know. I can't believe you love scary stories after that experience. I know, yeah. That is. I don't ever want anything like that to happen again. No, uh uh-uh. These are two totally different things, No, of course. Okay. That's terrifying. As long as we're on the same page. I am. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I am going to give you. 10 out of 10 lighthouses for your personal scary story. Oh my God. It's so crazy how we got here this early (laughs) in the podcast. Wait. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm super honored, but, um, it had nothing to do with the beach. I know, but I had to rate it. Okay. I'll rate the (laughs) beach story, but I was, uh, I'm my brain is reeling right now. I'm <laughs> I'm still holding my computer. I didn't even notice till just now. I'm like Oh my god. Like a claw on it. Okay. Um I loved that beach story. I think it's going to get a six point eight wow. out of ten. Only okay. because you followed it up with something so terrifying and personal. <laughs> with a screecher. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. 6.8. I really appreciate that. Um, and I'm honestly, I I love the setting. I've never been to Hawaii, but I, I've always wanted We're gonna to. We're going to go. We have to. <laughs> um, and I love that it was like so close to kind of the era that we're living in right now. I, I also love the fact that the police were like so involved in it and they were like, oh yeah, these ghosts are like terrifying our, you know, like our community. I think you deserve a 7.5 with that one. I think it's really good. Thank you. I love it. Yeah, no problem. I mean, uh, the real winner here is Olivia. No, the real winner here is you and your mom (laughs) and your brother for getting, maybe it's your stepdad for blessing the house, actually. (laughs) Yo, God bless my stepdad, honestly. That, that was a, that was a crazy time, like, in my life. I, I, like, I was, I was 16, so, like, say what you will, whatever, I might, like, but, like. No, but that's, you know, you're, you're aware enough, like. For sure. A hundred percent. No, that's something that's like always that that was a change in your life. Olivia, next week. And please help me here because I I don't remember what next week's episode is. It's make out massacre. Make out massacre. (laughs) Wait, I I have like I have an idea. What if we like for like every um, episode we have like a like a drink that matches it or like a. Like a, a recipe that matches it. Yes. Oh my gosh, I would love that. And we can try more cocktails. Yes. Okay, 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 okay. So um so for make out massacres, what do you what this is more romantic, right? Oh yeah. What's like a romantic co- should we like keep like surprise them with what we end up choosing? I don't Honestly, I don't know. I'm not good at surprises. I feel like I don't know. Okay, well like I'm just gonna like off the top of my head. What what are some like good yeah, think of I don't, you gotta I, think I, romantic. <laughs> I have no idea what this is, but like I, I don't know why like Cosmo keeps coming back to me. What is a Cosmo? Oh Please my hold. gosh, I hold on. Hold hold for Googling. <laughs> oh my okay. Gosh. This is what I thought it was. I wish I would have just gone with it. It's a vodka, okay. cranberry juice. Okay. Some has um 
Quantro. I don't know what. Oh that. my gosh, we've had to like say so many. Wait, is that words. the stuff that they put in um in like the Negronis? You know what I'm talking about? Oh my god, I feel um, like we stop. need to get our sophisticated drink game up. <laughs> you're you're asking someone who's drinking like a Miller Lite. I'm right a now. we're grown adults. We're grown. We got these drinks at a gas station. I'm, I'm embarrassed. We used our IDs. We. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so okay, it's either going to be a cosmopolitan or it's going to be something else, you know. You just know I love vodka, so I'm I'm really feeling a cosmo. But look at these look at these glasses. The like martini looking glass. We'll have to do it with like a twist. It's like an upside down red ball gown. That's so cute. <laughs> with the twist of uh, okay, we. Slice. I think it's decided that it's gonna be Cosmo night for Makeout Massacre. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait. Okay, me neither. Until then, I hope you guys have uh, a great night. I love you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love you too. Don't forget to sign off, Jake. Okay. Uh. Oh shoot! Remember. Well, Wait, JT. Can you do it? Okay. Okay. Until next time, you guys. Hey, until next time. See I'm you. Olivia Brody, and hey, I'm uh, I'm JT. Oh my God, so saucy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.